Your host, Gregory Muncy, on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. Gregory talks with area business owners, civic leaders, as well as other folks to find out what's happening in the Saugatuck, Douglas, and surrounding areas. Saugatuck on Sunday is being brought to you by Whiteford Wealth Management, the Interurban, Back to the Fuchsia, It Is What It Is, and Mill Pond Realty. And now, your host of Saugatuck on Sunday, Gregory Muncy, on 92.7 The Van, and streaming on our mobile app at 927thevan.com. and happy Sunday. This is Sagatuck on Sunday. Here I am again. This is Gregory Muncy. I do this every Sunday morning. High above land sharks here in beautiful downtown Saugatuck. We're going to watch the sun come up over the hill, hopefully this morning, as spring is in the air. Can you believe it? We're only a day away from May. Tomorrow is May 1st already. I want to thank you for joining us, and I'd like to thank our sponsors to making this happen. You know what we're going to do before we get to the sponsors, what we do, we're going to get you all involved into all the great things happening here in the Saugatuck Douglas area. And uh, But first, I'd like to thank our sponsors before we go any further. I'm sure you just heard about them, but let me give them a shout out here. The Inner Urban, they're your go-to to get to where you want to go to here in the Saugatuck Douglas area. They're only a dollar. And uh, give them a call, 269-857-1418. They'll pick you up at your location and drop you off where you want to go in our 30-mile radius. Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop, where I was Friday night, and I have been this week, where we create original and creative design for any occasion. We've got Mother's Day coming up, and we'll talk about that on the show. You can give us a call if you want to order flowers. It's always best to call us direct rather than go to a third party. Our phone number is 269-857-2963. Of course, you can go to our website and see all of our beautiful designs. It's easy to order at backtothefuchsia.net. Also, find out how much your home is worth and find your dream home with Laura Durham over there at Mill Pond Realty. She's Saugatuck's homegrown, nationally recognized realtor with over 40 years of experience. She really knows the area and knows all the ins and outs to help you get what you want here. Give her a call at 269-857-1477. Of course, you can visit her website, check out her listings. She's a new one. They have a new one showing over at... Um, uh, uh, Ian Douglas, and quite a few, so go to millpondrealty.com. Of course, we'd also like to thank, it is what it is, that's that Patty Beery. That's Patty with an I, beer with a Y, and she's known for her truly unique, one-of-a-kind gifts, home decor, local best-selling authors, fabulous finds for all occasions. She's located at 318 Butler Street. It's the best little shop in the coolest little town, open year-round. Go to their website at shopwhatitis.com. Or give them a call at 857-8100. A special hello to Kevin Whiteford there at Whiteford Wealth Management, another one of our sponsors. And we'd like to ask you to meet the Whiteford Wealth Management team. 
because each team member is focused on meeting your needs, whether they be your child's college savings. It's a good idea to start uh, being wise and putting away for that. And also your retirement portfolio, which I am starting to work on myself already. Um, And uh, you can go to their website at whitefordwealth.com. Of course, you can call them at 269-637-4400. I'd also like to thank our producer, Adam. He's there at the station making sure all of this is coming through to you and let you know that podcasts are now available online at 927thevan.com. You can listen anytime. And good morning to you. It is just after 7 a.m. It's a cool 41 degrees. Expect today's high to reach around 46. So it's still in the 40s and 50s, folks. I know we get that little bit of spring fever and we all think, oh, summer and spring is here. But it looks like it's going to be around the 40s and 50s this week as we warm up into the 60s at the end of the week. This morning, we have a lot to talk about. I've got Alec and Lindsay Pateliner. They're going to be on the show, and uh, they own Grow Restaurant opening next Saturday. We're excited about that. They've already been doing some events over at Fenville Winery and uh, some other places as well. We're going to get caught up on their new menu and all the great things they've been doing. They've been hopping around town, visiting all of our businesses, sharing these videos and doing interviews with our businesses. They've been really fun to watch, so we'll talk about that. Then we've got Diane. Sawyer and her sister uh, Therese will be on the show from uh, Nature's Market. It's a shop that I just had the pleasure of going to. Well, I stopped by there yesterday, but uh, got a tour from Diane as they expanded that store there on Washington Avenue there in Holland. That's on the south side of Holland there, right by the Family Value or the uh, Family Fair, rather. And um, and then after her, we've got, I'm really excited. I'm excited about all of our guests. I think it's a great lineup. We've also got the owners of Big Boy, or Big Boy, Big, <laughs> Big Boy. B. Hey, Big yeah, Big B Coffee are in the house. We've got one fish, two fish. Michelle and Bob Fish will be in. And um, uh, he is the CEO and uh, co-creator of Big B Coffee. So we're excited to have them. I also visited a Big B Coffee yesterday as well. We had to have Big B Coffee in the house. Um, and you know what else we had to have in the house? Um, let me get that disco ball down because I can't do anything unless I make her work the rug. Ooh, there it goes. Boy, did that drop. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Jennifer Ludwig. Thank you for having me. From the Kalamazoo Lake Sewer, Water and Sewer Authority. Yep. Yep. And welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, when I, it's been a while, hasn't it? It has been about yeah, a couple of months now. I think. Yeah, you've yeah. been my co-host here and there throughout the throughout yep. my run. Yep. And um, want to thank you for coming on. Um, uh, tell me um, uh, what's new at the at at the Kalamazoo Lake. Sure. Uh, what, is it Kalamazoo Lake Sewer and Water Authority? Yep. yep. Uh, yep. That's Cal, a lot. Cal Lake is the easier way to just put it because it's shorter. right. Right. Uh, yeah, we just finished hydrant flushing. Uh, this month, so people have experienced some discoloration in their water. That was why. Uh-huh. Just run your cold water for a few minutes, and it'll flush that right out. But it just upsets the sediments that are already in the water line. So, right, uh, right. But we need to do it both spring and fall in order to make sure that everything is ready to go when they need to use the oh, hydrants. Oh, oh, oh. I was um, uh, 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 talking to Barry Johnson. Yes. Who, he stopped over at our last city meeting, okay. uh, city 
council meeting, and uh, he likes to get us all updated with all the latest mm-hmm. from uh, from Kalamazoo Lake Authority. And you know, one reason why I had wanted to have you on is because I think it's important for folks to know. Um, I think this was second or third time this year that they had a pump go out. Yes, and um, uh, and and they unplugged it and mm-hmm. found out what's plugging the pump. Are those flushable wipes yes, that people yes. think are flushable? Mm-hmm. And they are marked as such. There are mar- things on the market that say that they are flushable and biodegradable, but they are not because, I mean, they do eventually biodegrade, but they have to go through our system first. And our system, it gets tangled up in the motor, and it, which is exactly what happened with this pump. It gets tangled up in the motor, and then the motor burns out. And mm-hmm. then you lose your mm-hmm. ability to yeah. use that pump, which um, for people that don't know, the pumping stations are um, what keeps everything flowing in the right direction to the Cal Lake facilities. So right. you want that sewage to keep moving towards Cal Lake and so that they can process it. And sure. You don't want it stagnating in the pipes that's because that's very bad for people so if at all possible don't use those or just don't flush them right or don't flush them put them yeah. in the garbage right exactly. um, they're not flushable right they and are not. I, from what i understand uh that the motor went out they had yes. to replace the motor mm-hmm. yeah and it cost about five thousand dollars to replace that motor wow, so it's, wow. it's, it's, it's a it's a costly um fix for what is something that can be very preventable yeah so folks if you you know if you see it it says flushable don't flush them exactly especially this area as we've seen that problem several times already i saw a picture barry showed a picture and it was it was very crappy (laughs) (laughs) um but but, uh yeah so um so but uh uh yeah just wanted to let everybody remind everybody of that and we do have an an aging infrastructure as do most you know Mm -hmm. smaller Mm -hmm. towns because it's costly to have to repair all that and replace all that. Right. So, you know, right. an aging infrastructure and then you you add that to the mix. It's just kind of right. – it causes a lot of problems. Well, you seem to know a lot because you're, you must not be stuck in a corner too much because you're the books girl, right? <laughs> yes, but I, but I am in the corner. They uh-huh. do put baby in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> and so you do the books and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And you yeah. also work for a couple other businesses yeah, here and there as well. So you're a numbers girl. I am, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so interesting – <laughs> you want to talk about it for the rest of the show? No, no, no. We're going to move on. Um, I was baking this morning um, and last night. Um, I made uh, chocolate chip cookies, mm-hmm. and then I also made the, this cheese bread Which as I well. Love. I love it. I've already Do had you? a piece. Yeah, oh, good, I love it. Good. Um, you should try the cookies too. Okay. Um, uh, you know, and what I thought I'd do is I find out if Diane and her sister Teresa are listening mm-hmm. from Nature's Market, and because this is where I bought them right? yesterday. Yeah. So I bought the mixes uh mm-hmm. and i uh made the cookies last night mm-hmm. and i made the uh the bread this morning it's very good. and um and i used a special cheese and so we'll talk about what they but we'll see if they're listening right yeah. so when yeah. they come on i'll say oh have a cookie yeah you know and see if they see if, see if they, if they, they know it's one of theirs yeah yes i thought that'd be a lot of fun um, and uh so was busy doing that um it's been a busy week Did, mm-hmm. uh, uh friday night was the big uh, Wheel of Fortune show. Yes, Shout yes. out to Jessica, Jessica Johnson. Yeah, she was our co-host last week. Mm-hmm. And she shared that her dad, Chris uh, Johnson, was a contestant on the Wheel of Fortune. He was. He uh, was. We watched it, too. Yeah. Over at Wally's, our favorite Friday establishment. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, I saw um, uh, her post a lot about it and, mm-hmm. and, and him as well. Um, I didn't get a chance to see it. I was at the flower shop mm-hmm. working on a wedding and some other work with uh, Jean mm-hmm. uh, throughout the evening. 
Um, so I didn't get a chance to see it. So I'm kind of looking where I could find it online. Yeah. Um, but uh, I guess he won seventeen thousand dollars. He won you're telling- in total. The the total pet prize package was like something like twenty two over over twenty two thousand, and included a trip. So uh-huh. uh, yeah, so a big winner. He got all the way to the bonus round. He did. He did. Uh, unfortunately, didn't get that that one. No. But I mean, that's really yeah, cool. Yeah, it's still really cool. Yeah, yeah. And yeah so. Just the experience. I mean, that show has been on since I was a kid. So. Sure. Um, it, I, I can imagine just being there and seeing it live. It's yeah. got to be yeah. a fun experience. Forty years, uh, yeah. Vanna and Pat have been doing that show, yeah. and I had heard rumors that they might be uh, maybe retiring in the next two years Which or so. Makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. Yeah, they probably hate each other at this point. <laughs> I like, would God, think 40 so. Forty years together. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> um, uh, uh, so, um, uh, what, anything interesting this week? Anything fun? Uh, other than other than you guys regular carousing, yeah, regular carousing. We did <laughs> um, we did get to attend. Uh, now that Wild Dog is open and under new ownership, we we got to go over there for dinner this week, which uh-huh. was very nice. Oh. Uh, they kind of slightly tweaked their menu from the old Wild Dog, mm-hmm. but uh, most of the staples are still there. So yeah, um, yeah, uh, that we went there. That that was very nice. Yeah. Um, and it was on a Tuesday, which that day was actually was very nice and sunny. So it was very bright and airy inside. Right. And yeah. right, right, right. Um, I had, um, uh, this week, um, I had the pleasure of, uh, well, at, what was it? Two months ago, about two months ago, I had James Brandis on the show. Oh yeah. Yeah. I saw, and, your, I saw your postcard that you posted. Yeah, yeah. And he, um, he did, he does these, these small paintings, mm-hmm. portraits of locals mm-hmm. and he, he'll ask you and he keeps the original mm-hmm. and then he does the, uh, prints that he gives us. And here's my print. Oh, right it's here. here. Yeah. You want to oh, see Oh yeah. And, and so. Oh, that's fantastic. I thought that was, I, I felt honored, yeah. uh, to, to be asked to be added to his, his wall of fame. Oh, that's fantastic. And, uh, and so, um, but, uh, I think they're really neat note cards mm-hmm. and, uh, had a lot of fun with that. Um, James, um, uh, 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 sat, we sat for like three hours and I really enjoyed the time talking for to the, him. For the, actual for the sitting. painting. Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. That's a long time. And then I guess he worked on it afterwards as wow. well. So yeah, I know. So, so yeah, that was pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, also, uh, this week, um, uh, want to tell everybody it was National Arbor Day on Friday. Oops, missed that one. Yep. And, uh, uh, they planted a tree at, um, at, uh, one o'clock. Or, oh. No, I'm sorry, 10 o'clock in the morning. Couldn't make it because I right. was on the road, uh, uh, for Mill Pond. Yep. And, but, um, uh, uh, all the employees took their picture there and they planted a little pear tree there. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. Yeah, so it was a nice little ceremony they had with all the employees. So. Will it eventually have fruit? Um, no, I don't think so. Okay. Um, uh, I think it's an ornamental okay. Pear, okay. Uh, pear tree. So they have several of them throughout the tree, oh, or throughout okay. the town. In fact, that's what kind of tree that is in uh-huh. front of the uh, the new decorator outlet store, the <laughs> really? previous Sagatuck Gallery. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh, right, right, right. Right, right. So that was fun. Um, also, this week I got to volunteer. For the um, high school, oh, <laughs> and had so much fun. I did the uh, ticket booth. I believe last and, time I was in, you were talking about maybe doing concessions. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. I want to work on that's that's my goal. I, I want to serve nachos. Got to work up to I, I, the nachos. I, right, stand. start at the bottom. Yeah, work on top. Uh, after you volunteer for five times, you move up from a t-shirt 
to a polo. Wow. So working on the so polo the first. Yeah, right. So, and um, I uh, had a lot of fun. Um, and uh, uh, it was a girl soccer game. Yep. Um, and uh, really enjoyed uh, uh, doing that. And Liz Wilson also mm-hmm. gave me a tour of the new administrative offices. Oh, nice. Uh, which are beautiful. Yeah, um, you I can know, imagine. I mean, it looks, it's very institutional because mm-hmm. it's a school, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have a nice common area with a kitchen where they can gather and have lunches together. And, oh, nice. Um, the can't conference room. Mm-hmm. and all the different rooms back there. Um, the uh, school staff is currently using it um, while their offices in the front are being done. Yep. So they're uh, constructing in the front of the building still. So I understand they'll still be constructing probably through almost 2025, I, I was believe. just going to ask you because yeah. it feels like it's been going on a while. Mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm. Yeah, they've made some major renovations, and it looks great. So Good. I'm anxious to see the new front of the school mm-hmm. as well. So, But if you're interested in volunteering, uh, because they are looking for folks, mm-hmm. um, of course, you can go to their website, SagatuckPublicSchools.com, SPS.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also um, uh, find uh, Liz Wilson on Facebook if you're mm-hmm. one of our locals and you probably already friends with her mm-hmm. um, just reach out to her they're always looking for volunteers for ticket booths for concession stands fun. and uh, it's a it's a great way to serve the community and have fun right so you'll see all your neighbors and friends and, sure. and uh, I just had a blast I uh, reminded after all the kids and everybody as they were walking in that we had to cancel the halftime show uh, oh, no. uh, for the soccer game, you know, the, oh. you know how soccer games always sure. have halftime mm-hmm. shows, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but, uh, because, uh, Taylor Dane had come down or Taylor Swift. Whoa. I was uh, like, hold wait, on, what? hold on folks. <laughs> I know that shows my age, doesn't it? Taylor Swift came down with a cold oh. and, uh, she just couldn't shake it off. Yeah. Oh, so. So, yeah, I got, a lot of, it, I got that's a bad joke, but I got a lot of laughs for that one. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, I had, had a lot of fun doing that as well. Um, spring is in the air. Mm-hmm. I saw lots of people in town, and uh, we have uh, wedding groups, and already we can already f- start feeling the buzz, and mm-hmm. and uh, vacationers are already starting to make their vacation plans. We're noticing, you know, an uptick in our weekends uh, mm-hmm. at Mill Pond Realty, more houses being rented and stuff like that. And they're all coming here because we have so many great events always happening here in the Saugatuck Douglas area. True story. Um, and uh, so, um, you know, we always like to keep up with everything going on. Um, you know, this on the um, on the 9th uh, coming up, on, mm-hmm. on, 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 uh, I wanted to tell everybody, this is kind of cool. At Mill Pond, we have um, like a, um, uh, a house on the hill. It's called Hilltop Oasis, and it's got this miniature library. Have you ever seen those? Where houses the, have the one like outside the house yeah. that is a take a take one leave right. one kind of deal, right? Yes. Right. And I see these all around. Well, that property had one. I was there inspecting it one day, and it was a, it's new in the program. Mm-hmm. And it, they had one of those book things that sat out there all winter. So I cleaned it up, oh. got all the books out, cleaned it up, and put it back in because I want to look. They're they're uh, they're the, they're called little libraries. Okay. Actually, there's a website on a lot of them. You see that there's a. Um, a plate on it. Now you go to the website mm-hmm. and you can find out where all these little libraries oh, cool. are. So it's kind of cool. But on on Tuesday, May 9th, um, uh, Saugatuck Douglas Art Club is going to have an event at the Saugatuck High School Art Room about learning um, uh, learning how to uh, uh, get a uh, free 
little art gallery and how to create oh, one. Oh, how cute is that? Uh, the, the Alexander family, they made and curated the free little art gallery or flag in Douglas mm-hmm. as a place to make art and take art as part of a nationwide movement. Um, so it's much like the library thing that we yep. see, but this is like art supplies and I, fun I things. I have seen one up on the hill. I think it's a house on Hoffman that uh-huh. has, and it says flag on the side of it. And yeah. I never understood what that meant, but yeah. now I know. It's Thank you. It's a free little art gallery. And, uh, and they're going to teach you about it on Tuesday, May 9th, 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. This is a free event. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to be a member to go, mm-hmm. um, but uh, it is fun to be a member. Um, they are celebrating 70 years. Wow. Yeah, as, as an organization. Um, and uh, Rona um, will discuss the, or, the origins of the project. She'll show examples and, and give the participants a very tiny canvas to create like an artwork oh, that is so to cute. donate to the gallery. Um, participants, they can choose to bring their own, but a variety of painting and drawing materials will be available for use. So that's it, a fun event. It, isn't that isn't that neat having those little uh, uh, libraries all around town and things like that? So, so yeah, so th- yeah, that is a fun event. Um, but lots of events going on in town. Um, I'm always looking and, and trying to find out well, what's going on, what's going on. Um, you know, Sagatuck.com. Have you, you you ever go there? Yes, I sure they, do. They've got they've got the events tab right at the top, yeah. and you just scroll down and you can find you know everything. A lot of things that are going on in town. Mm-hmm. Another place to find you know like if you find more local things or maybe there are folks that don't reach out to the SEA to get it on the you know uh, to get it on there. Um, if you do have an event coming up, like a big event or something like that, um, uh, you, all you do is go to uh, uh, sagatuck.com um, and you contact those folks there mm-hmm. at the CVB. And uh, they're more than likely sure to uh, uh, put it up on their page. Great. And so if folks don't know that, it, you know, um, they like to show a lot of things. I went to Cranes last week and oh. had lunch with Laura Durham. Oh. Nice. Uh, went with her. Uh, she, uh, she showed a house, and, and it was fun to watch her watch her work. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, we stopped and had lunch over at um, the Cranes. Yeah. And uh, and and guess what's coming up? CJ told me he's getting ready to. Uh, uh, he likes to put a display out in front of his yard for this annual holiday that comes up. Um, it's it's in five days, six days. Okay. May fifth. May fifth. Oh, Cinco de Mayo. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, ole. Ole. <laughs> um, and uh, they're having a Cinco de Mayo hard cider dinner there at uh, Crane's Pie Pie and Pantry. Uh, Crane's Pie Pantry. Yes. Restaurant and winery. Yes. <laughs> you know, they're multitasking. Yeah, right. A lot of folks already know where they're at, but they're located at 6054 124th Avenue there in Fenville. Um, they'll have a, a hard cider uh, dinner where they, they pair six courses with six ciders. The price is $65 per ticket, and that includes tax and gratuity. Which is a very reasonable price for For, for something like yeah, that. And exactly. like I said, that, that has all of your tax and gratuity in yeah. it as well. Um, so, um, and that's going on at 5 p.m. on Cinco de Mayo. So I'm sure you'll see lots of folks uh, celebrating Cinco de Mayo here mm-hmm. in town. Um, the uh, homebody exhibit is uh, is uh, still going on um, until the 12th. Um, so, uh, so you just got about about a week and a half still 
um, to see the homebody exhibit there at the Saugatuck Center for the Arts. And uh, that's by Megan Klo uh, Kellner. She's a Michigan-based painter, poet, educator. So it's all about women and intimacy mm-hmm. and um, a homebody. It's a long, deep breath, as we've called it here before as well. And uh, so um, that's a really fun event. Um, yeah, Fenville Va- Valley, they've been, uh, Fen Valley, they've been doing lots of events. Yes. Every time I go by there, they're packed. Yes, yes. Um, I see Alec and Lindsay just walked in from Grow. Hey, help yourself to cookies, and that's cheese bread there. Um, the cookies are all organic. They're mm-hmm. from Nature's Market. And, and, and so the, um, the little breads, those are from uh, Nature's Market as well. They're gluten-free. So I think Melanie over at Mill Pond would be very proud of me. Oh, really? I'm eating is she something gluten free. She is so good about fanatic. her food. She she's just so good about it. I good. wish I could eat as good as she yeah. does. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's going on. Um, beer school. Shout out to CJ. Um, you know we we don't have CJ with us. I know. I miss. Yeah, him. Yeah, I know. I do too. He um, CJ unfortunately um, uh, uh, is. Uh, uh, on the east side of the state doing a consulting job. so He's doing a big boy job Doing today. a big boy job. So Kimberly and I have been harping on him to get a job, and finally he did. did. Um, so he's, he's over on the east side. And so I am missing my sound guy, but he will be back um, next Sunday as well. Um, beer. We talked about beer school. This is you've been to Guardian Brewing, of course. Of course, you have. Um, <laughs> and it's at you know it's over at Sixty Third Street, across the street mm-hmm. from the Belvedere Restaurant. Yes. And um, and for only fifteen dollars, um, you'll learn more about the scope and variety of the world's lagers. It's bigger than you think. Um, so they have a beer school that they do, and they have different themes that they do. This one is called Lagers and Star Wars. Oh. Okay. Sounds interesting, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, Loggers and Star Wars. Um, you'll join to explore the history and flavors of world-famous Mexican styles, their significance of beer styles around the world. The course includes four six-ounce tasters of different beer styles, and they'll be discussed in class. You come in and learn more about your new favorite beer style. I love that. So that's over at Guardian Brewery. And um, uh, Saugatuck Center for the Arts, they have their market going their mm-hmm. fresh market yeah. that they do that on uh saturdays or no i'm sorry fridays yeah. 10 a.m to 3 p.m and uh unfortunately i can't get to it all the time that is correct same for me i'm usually working i'll drive mm-hmm. back and forth all the time um but uh excited to see that back they'll also mm-hmm. be open on tuesdays so okay. if you can't make it on fridays um, when we get into the summer they do it on tuesdays mm-hmm. as well Speaking of fresh vegetables and fruits, I wanted to bring up um, at Back to the Fuchsia, CJ and I are busy building a fruit stand, a vegetable fruit stand. Love this. And uh, Jean and her boyfriend, John, uh, John has property up in Grant, Michigan, and they have a big garden going on. Mm. And so this year, Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop will have a vegetable stand with uh, fruits and vegetables. We'll have tomatoes, zucchinis, cucumbers, all kinds of great stuff. We'll also get into fruits and melons and mm-hmm. things like that when they come into season. Gina's mm-hmm. busy working. She has grown everything by seed. Wow, um, that's fantastic. Uh, yeah, she has quite the operation <laughs> going on. And and um, we're also doing herb gardens as oh, well. Oh, wow, great. So, and she's growing everything from seed. Wow. So, uh, so those will be out and we'll be getting ready for Mother's Day weekend. And Mother's Day is oh, May fourteenth. That's a yeah. And, that's a good weekend for flowers and 
yeah. herbs and yeah. yeah. I've got Patty Beery on oh, uh, uh, for Mother's Day. Yeah. She'll be she'll be what, uh, my co-host on that day. So, um, so it, that will be a busy weekend. Yes, yes. Um, uh, Mother's Day is our busiest. So I, we're hoping to have most surprised. of that fruit stand put together. We're not going to have a lot of fruit on it. Sure. We'll probably have herb gardens and things like that available. Sure. But but the fruit should be coming, or the vegetables and fruit should be coming soon. Ah, so that's exciting. Yeah, yeah. As you mentioned, it's hard to get over to SCA sometimes when you're working Monday through Fridays mm-hmm. like I do. And so mm-hmm. it, you miss out on the opportunities to buy tomatoes and stuff to, fresh right. during the during the grow season. So right. this is exciting that right. this is happening. Right. Um, the day after Cinco de Mayo um, in Fenville, Michigan, um, you know where Fenville, Michigan is? I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. We all love root. We love, um, yes. uh, you know, of course, salt of the earth. I mm-hmm. give them a shout out all mm-hmm. the time. Um, over at the library, um, they are installing a new uh, art sculpture. Um, and uh, it's Reaching for the Stars sculpture. Okay. will be installed uh, by Cleveland artist Hector Vega. He'll be the first sculpture. Uh, to be, it'll be the first sculpture to be installed in front of the Fenville District Library. It'll happen on May 6th. Uh, the dedication celebration that evening will be 6 to 9 p.m. Um, the Fenville band Grupo Fiero will provide the music. Hector, oh. Vega, Vega, Hector Vega will greet people with refreshments provided by local restaurants will be served. All are welcome to attend this free event. This is nice. So that's in Fenville. Yeah. Fenville's doing those fourth Fridays. Oh yeah, the band is that the band when they bring the band in. Uh huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Yep. And um, and so um, those those are a lot of fun, and um, so but uh, but uh, looking forward to that as well. I'm looking forward to our great lineup of guests. Um, you'll notice uh, we also have Big B Coffee there available yes. for everybody because we've got the the uh, Big B folks in, and uh, we'll also have Nature's Market mm-hmm. in. Um, right in the wings here, I see Alec and and uh, and his lovely Lindsay. They're here on the show, <laughs> and uh, but uh, we've got to take a station identification right now already. Um, I've got to try to figure out my soundboard here so we can have a little bit of a uh, little nice little music to play us to the. I like the walk in sunshine, Katrina waves, Katrina the waves. We've got more events and all kinds of things coming up, folks, so don't go anywhere. Good morning. Happy Sunday to you. I want to thank my wonderful co-host, Jennifer Ledwick, for joining us. Uh, We've got Alec and Lindsay from Grow. They're in the background. We're going to find out what they're up to. They're opening next Saturday. Don't go anywhere. Grab a cup of coffee. Stick with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. Tommy, Tommy, <laughs> give with the gravy, Davy. 
Good morning. You're listening to Saga Tech on Sunday, where we do it live, high above land sharks, every Sunday morning. Watch the sun come up over the hill. We're going to get you all involved with everything going on in our little town, all the gossip, all the hot topics. It's all right here. And uh, this is Gregory Muncie again with my co-host, Jennifer Ludwick from Kalamazoo Lake, Sewer Water, Cal Lake. Yep, Cal Lake. Kalamazoo Lake, Sewer and Water Authority. Mm -hmm. That there. is correct. Yep. Uh huh. Yep. They they see it all come and go. <laughs> Mostly. <laughs> <Over there. laughs> um, uh, uh, nice to have you back on the show. I really enjoy my time with you, and uh, uh, and always running into your your hubby, your uh, around town. Um, he's he's a trip. It, well, yeah. He, he's a great guy. Um, uh, and uh, and uh, really enjoy uh, always having you guys in town. Uh, we were talking about Mother's Day coming up. We've got mm -hmm. the Mother's Day weekend sculpture garden viewing um, that happens every year around this time. Well, uh, throughout the year sometimes. Uh, I don't know if you know one of our famous sculptors in town, Cynthia McKean. Yes. She created the Family of Man, that beautiful red sculpture that we see across from Grow Restaurant. Yes. And um, she also... Uh, has a house here on the hill mm -hmm. with a beautiful uh, sculpture um, uh, uh, garden. Yes, it's awesome. And she often invites people to mm -hmm. come and browse through and enjoy her very talented uh, mm -hmm. artwork. Uh, her uh, The location's at 1000 Mason Street, uh, Saugatuck, Michigan. That's here in uh, Saugatuck, here on the hill. And that's from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. where you could browse through her yard. Oh, nice. And, and she has a beautiful, like, flower garden that surrounds all the mm -hmm. beautiful sculptures. Mm -hmm. so it's and nice. that family of man, you know, she just repainted that uh, last year, not oh. too long ago. And uh, so, um, but uh, but uh, I really... Uh, I. I, I enjoy her, mm -hmm. and uh, I think she's uh, really talented. But, you know, you know that uh, sculpture, it's right across, like I said, from the Grow Restaurant. So we need to get that disco ball yeah. down and make them work the runway. Because here they are. Wow, look at those moves. Wow. Alex is throwing her in the air. Alex, be <laughs> careful. Alex. <laughs> Welcome to the show. That applause. Wow. They really liked your dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, you guys. This is Alec uh, and Lindsay Pateliner, and they're from Grow Restaurant. Welcome back. Thanks for having us, Gregory. Thanks, we appreciate it. You're welcome. Um, welcome back to the show. You guys were on back in February, mm -hmm. and uh, wanted to see what you guys were doing over the winter, and um, and uh, been sharing um, uh, all of your uh, Facebook posts. You guys have been. Um, uh, you guys, first of all, you own Grow Restaurant. This is your sixth year. We're actually going into our eighth season. Which eighth, is crazy wow. how fast really? time flies. Yeah. Wow, I just my heart just sank because I, I just, can't believe it's been that long. I, I agree with you. I didn't. I would not have guessed eight. That's Grow, great. I know Fantastic. Grow Restaurant located across the street from Coughlin Park, mm -hmm. um, and on the corner of Culver and Griffith, and um, and uh, wow, eight years. Are you guys originally from what area? Uh, we moved to. We got married and lived in Chicago for. Uh, better part of a decade. Lindsay's originally from the east side of the state, uh -huh. and uh, I grew up in the Chicago area. Oh, um, but yeah, that's where we cut our teeth in the restaurant business for yeah. a long time. Was in in Chicago, and so. and so you left the big city. We did, yeah, and never looked back. Super, you, you know, super happy to. This is our home, like one hundred percent. You purchased this restaurant, Grow, and for many years it was another restaurant called mm -hmm. Monroe's, mm -hmm. and they yeah. had been there for quite a long time. And you guys came in, and you redid the whole thing. 
The menu was so different. The inside was so different. It was nothing like the restaurant it was before. You've got, I, I imagine that when you first opened, you had a lot of people that came and go, what happened to Monroe's? <laughs> or, you know, or, or, you know, um, you know, where are my ribs? Or, you know, that they used to serve. Um, so it, but you guys have really made a, a, quite a name for yourself since you've been there. Um, that must have been a, a little challenge to move into a place that was very well established. It was. You know, we, yeah. were, we, we were super, super grateful. And uh, Heather and Kate, who had Monroe's, were there for, I think, 27 years was the count. Which is yeah. Like, that's like five lifetimes in the restaurant. <laughs> right. Uh, and they were, you know, so wonderful to us in, in the transition process. Um, and, you know, there was some nostalgia that, that first year, but... But people in, in town have been so wonderful and so welcoming of us and watched us, uh, pun intended, grow over the last eight, <laughs> eight years. And, uh, and we're still around. And uh, we're just every year, every day, we like to you know keep doing something to make the place better. And uh, we're just very grateful, yeah. grateful to well, be here. Awesome, awesome. And you, you guys have great food as well, by the way. Um, uh, and, and so um, now eight years. And you guys are uh, getting ready to open for the season. Um, this Saturday? This Saturday, yeah, we'll be opening May May 6th, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this May Saturday. 6th, yeah. yeah and we're, <laughs> but we are so looking forward to it, and definitely, um, I think it's always exciting to see a lot of our, you know, local regulars and yep. our visitor, reg- our mm-hmm, tourist regulars, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's so cool how year after year we have people that come back, you know, on vacation, and you can watch their families. Um, you know, grow up and, you know, you get to know them and it's just been very cool. So we're looking forward to that aspect of opening up as well. Yeah, the visitors are already taking over town. We saw yeah. several <laughs> wedding parties around town it, last You know, what, once the weather breaks, it's like it's, it's yeah. all a game yeah. on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Watch, the sun is coming up it after is. all. It's, it's looking pretty, pretty out here on Butler Street. I'm waiting for the DPW. They usually show up about this time. Mary Hinkle, uh, she's back. And a shout out to her and uh, the folks there at DPW. It's nice to see all the, the newer, uh, the seasonal workers come mm-hmm. back and mm-hmm. that we like to have fun with. Um, t- about Grow, tell us a little bit about your food. What makes Grow different than any other restaurant? Um, well, one of the things we always say is that we are a scratch kitchen. So we make everything in-house right down to the ketchup. Um, wow. Wow. I wouldn't consider us farm to table necessarily. We do still have things like avocado toast, but we try to source locally wherever possible. We've got a couple mainstays, for example, you know, we use evergreen creamery mm-hmm. cheese and you know, it's so cool to have either Kathy or one of her, um, employees drop off the cheese every week. And uh-huh. so we, we always, we're really lucky to be in this area and have so many cool local makers. And we try to incorporate that into the restaurant. Um, and as far as describing it, I guess I would say it's, it's you know, um, a mix of both, um, you know, traditional breakfast. We try to keep things approachable. We want people to come in and be excited about food. But we definitely have um, kind of a, a little bit of um, unique flair in some of the presentations composing of the dishes and flavors that we use. So oh. exciting, but hopefully approachable. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, but so what you would call it like, I feel like it's, it's gosh, your recipes are so good I, I don't know how to explain it. i love those lamb meatballs but then i that i've had when you guys had trap but i, I heard that you aren't opening trap this year um that that's true you know and uh-huh. thank you so much for the kind words um, yeah on the food and we're not we're not opening the trap we're going to take this year to pause trap and just focus on grow um but you are going to see a couple of those uh popular trap menus migrate over to the um to grow 
um, in a breakfast form. So, for example, the lamb meatballs are going to be transformed into a skillet-esque dish, still with a curried coconut um, and the lamb meatballs, but with, uh, you know, a breakfast format. Um, same, we had a, a spinach dip that was like a ginger and coriander silken spinach. You're uh-huh. going to find that in a um, egg bake that is also going to be gluten-free with polenta. So you're going to find all kinds of unexpected kind of Mediterranean um, aspects to a few of our newer dishes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we're excited to see how that turns out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you guys d- just did a big event. Um, yeah, was it last night? Last night. Yeah. And, and yeah. at Fen Valley, right? Yeah. Tell us a little bit about what you guys did over at Fen Valley yesterday. They're, uh, they're celebrating their 50th anniversary. So we think we've been around for eight years is a long time, but yeah. they, they're celebrating their 50th anniversary. So they've had a whole slew of, of things going on. And, um, and last night was a six-course wine pairing um, with some of their anniversary wines. Uh, and this was a fun one. A lot of times when we've done a few dinners with them before, and they'll, uh, we'll present them with a menu, and then they pair the wines for us. This time around, um, since they were some newer wines that were just coming out of the barrel, weren't even in the bottle yet, they uh-huh. gave Lindsay all the wines first. Oh. And, and then we paired the food up with, with the wine. So it was a, a unique opportunity to, to, to kind of switch around that, that pairing. And it, it worked out wonderfully. A great response, about 115 people. Uh, oh. We had six courses for them last night. Uh, and they're just they're so great over there. Their, their staff is wonderful. The wines are great. Um, and we just, we have a blast with it. Uh, but it was a thing. Yeah. 115 people, six wow. courses. That's, uh, you know, yeah. like close to a, what is that? Close to a 800 plates that went oh, out. Boy, <laughs> yeah. went out so, so they have a nice kitchen back there. Were you able to use the yeah, kitchen and, sure. and all that? Yeah, oh, they have, okay. They have great, great facilities. So. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Awesome. So they gave you the wine first so you could test it. Yes. So it, it wasn't even in bottles yet. So it was actually oh, wow. in these little kind of plastic containers, you know, handwritten. So right. it felt very cool to be able to sample them before any of the yeah. customers had been able to do it. So it right. was a blast. Oh, well, well. How do you find out, like, what wine goes with, you know, what? I mean, you know, that's, 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 that's hard for me. It's just the fla- about the flavor profile, right? Or Yeah, it is. And there's, you know, there's, there's some basic rules to it, you know. If you think about it just very broadly, you can say, oh, white wine goes with fish, red wine goes with meat, and, and things yeah. like that. Um, but then you, you can get into more nuanced. Um, you can sometimes use contrasting flavors mm-hmm. to, to help each other out. You know, for instance, something spicy, uh, you might want something like a Riesling with a touch of sweetness to it. Um, right. So that's kind of more where your like, contrasting flavors come in. Um, and the the real answer is that you can go so many different directions with it and you just want it to be something that's fun and exciting and something that people won't necessarily do at home for these particular mm-hmm. wine dinners. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why they come to them, right? So right. That, that's why they come to, to experience something that they haven't experienced before. Sure, sure. Lindsay, I noticed that you've, uh, you started a virtual cookbook online. Are you giving away your recipes? Um, <laughs> no, it's, it's a little bit um, – it's something that I wanted to try this off-season. It's a virtual cookbook club. So it's not necessarily – um, my recipes and I mostly just facilitate the group and oh. the group kind of helps, you know, contributes equally. 
Um, and we pick a book each month, um, and then we create, we call them challenges or themes, where we all focus on something that is in the same theme. So, like, week one might be sweets, week two might be dinner items, week three might be vegetables. And then everybody um, cooks from the same book, and then they can pick their recipes within that theme, and then they post and share stories and tips and tricks. Oh, so it's hmm. been a really cool way to um, connect. We have almost 150 people in wow. our group, which wow. is been so fun because I have some people that I know that I have, um, you know, been able that maybe live far away, but then we also have some guests that, um, I've been able to connect with and then we have some new faces. So it's been a blast to, um, do it. And I have a huge love for cookbooks and I always learn something new when I um, go through them and it's great to see how other people, you know, interpret recipes and give their own feedback on how they, um, make stuff. And, you know, I've learned a lot from other people, too. Do you have to be a good cook or an advanced cook? Um, no, and we even encourage people to join, even if they don't want to cook. You know, it's something yeah. you can drop in, drop out. If you want to look instead of cook, that's cool, too. You know, <laughs> you can cook vicariously through everybody posting. Can I make hamburger helper? <laughs> uh, maybe we'll, we'll keep that in mind for the next book, for the next month's challenge. <laughs> um, uh, 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 you've uh, spent some time this, this season, I noticed that. No, that's a cookbook club right mm -hmm. and yes. anybody can join it yep anybody How can do join I find it's, out about it's on facebook so if you go to um grow's facebook page mm -hmm. um you can just look at it through the groups and right. join um and if you're on instagram it's a hashtag so it's hashtag grow cookbook club and then if you click on the hashtag you can follow along with what people what people have oh, that's fantastic i'm gonna do that yeah, yeah i'll be the look fun. and not the yeah. cook but. I, well, I like <laughs> it i appreciate, I appreciate I all, all aspects i'll contribute members. my famous meatloaf muffins I like oh it. um yeah. uh yeah sounds or cute something. though i like yeah. the idea um uh, i i noticed you guys on facebook i like to follow you guys on facebook because i think you've done a terrific job of spending time while you guys are working on your new menu um mm -hmm. and we'll talk about that in a minute but um, but uh, while you're doing that and while you're kind of like, you know, refiguring the, the business for the, for the season, you guys really stayed here all winter in town, didn't you? I mean, you might have went. Did you go anywhere at all? Um, we always try to go to Chicago and uh, the Detroit area at least once or twice to visit, just to visit yeah. our families sure. and friends. But other than um, that. But other than that, no. We, we love this area, and I think that it's really magical here in winter, too. And yes. So I always love, um, you know, being here in winter. I know Alec does, too. I agree. And, yeah. Yeah, and we, we, we wanted to find some ways, and the cookbook club included, but like you were talking about the going around talking to business owners, find yeah. some ways to, to connect. Right. We don't always have that opportunity in the summer because we're all working so hard and, you know, trying to run our businesses. Sure. Um, mm -hmm. And so we wanted to take some, some proper time to, to connect with other other business owners and folks in the area um, this winter. Mm -hmm. and, and it's been it's been really wonderful. Yeah, I've seen you from lodging, Wickwood, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. to yeah. Captain's Quarters, mm -hmm. uh, places that yeah, not everybody knows about Captain's yeah, Quarters. Yeah, I love you know? Captain's Quarters. And I do too. Um, and, and other other businesses around town. And and it's it's fun to kind of collaborate and interview and ask them questions. People, like you said, you don't have time with you can share ideas, mm -hmm. you know, um, on how they do business and how you do business and help each other grow. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's, it's very true. And sometimes we even after we do the interviews, we end up, you know, shutting off the camera and then having, you know, a 15 minute conversation with somebody and you've gotten to, you know, make a make a friend that you haven't had before. So yeah. it's been cool. That's you great. should start a second segment, the after show. Yes. <laughs> you know. Show notes. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> um, uh, uh, this off season, you um you were on, on, on Facebook, I noticed you had a uh, postcard contest. 
And so tell us a little bit about that. You, you, you guys just, any way you engage, you find any way to engage everybody, don't you? Uh, that's, you know, with, with the having half the year off, you have to find unique ways to, to connect with people sure. and, and mm-hmm. to make sure that, um, like I said, we're just connecting and that's, that's a passion of what we do. We can't see people face to face. We got to find other ways to do it. But with the postcard contest, yeah. um, when people come and visit here, uh, you know, they think we wish you were here to their loved ones, to their neighbors. And so what's the kind of anachronistic way to do that is by sending postcards. So we wanted to have postcards available to our guests. Um, and we've been thinking about that and we're like, you know, let's, let's, let's group source this, crowdsource it. And we asked people to send us their, their favorite Saga Talk Douglas pictures. Um, uh-huh. And we did it in January and February, kind of look forward to the summer. So we got to see all this beautiful summer photography. Yeah. Um, and we, we picked actually the, the collective whole of the online community picked their four favorite and we're printing postcards. So we're going to have oh, postcards great. available for free for all our guests um, that have, you know, local photography on them um, that they can mail and, and just say, wish you were here. Oh, the ones that, that didn't make it to Saga Talk this time around. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm going to start doing that when I, when I go out of town, when I go on vacation. Uh, postcards. You can send one Who to does me. that anymore? That's Actually, good. I did get a postcard from Jackie and Tommy when they were in, in, the, in the Vatican. Uh-huh. So I, oh, have, wow. I have a postmark uh, uh, coming the from yeah. the Vatican. Oh, yeah. That's really yeah, cool. Yeah, that's really cool. cool. Yeah, um, uh, but I think that'd be neat to you know get a postcard. Nobody does that anymore. Yeah. I only have a few friends that still do Christmas cards. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, so we're used to not writing, but it's such a personal touch to get it that is. in the mail. So that's kind of cool. So you'll come get your meal, and if you want to grab a postcard and. Wish you were here. I love that. Yeah, that, that's a lot of fun. Um, so you guys will be opening Saturday um, and uh, this coming Saturday. Uh, what are your hours of operation? Uh, we're going to be Saturday through Tuesday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Nine. Uh-huh. Um, so you come for breakfast, lunch, and then, you know, even an early dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're getting off the beach at 2 or 3 o'clock and you're like, we're starving, Let's come, you know, come visit us in those kind of later afternoon hours uh, before we close at 5, but Saturday through Tuesday, and then we're always open for private parties um, in the evening and, and the rest of the week as well. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And I, w- I would all say it's breakfast and lunch all day, so even at 4.35, you can still get um, breakfast. Um, you are, so you can get breakfast anytime. Um, you guys... Um, uh, you have such a such an eclectic kind of menu, but again, they're still welcoming. It's not like something that's crazy. Tell us some of your favorite breakfast items that you guys have. Mm. Some of your popular breakfast items. Well, I think I think our most popular is probably our we call it our Grow Slam, um, and it's the most popular because it's a little sampling of everything. So we've got um, corridor sausage, which is an apple thyme flavor. We have um, potatoes bravas, which is home fries with a kind of tomato aioli chilies on it. I love that that aioli. Oh, it's thank delicious. you. I'm so glad yeah. to hear that. Um, get two eggs, toast with our house-made strawberry jam, and then a blueberry lemon French toast. Um, so that's our most popular, especially if you've never been here. Uh, my personal favorite, though, is our fried egg sandwich. I think there's definitely been summers that Alec and I have eaten that every day. Um, and it's, it packs a little kick. It's got some uh, chipotle cream, Ooh. chilies, avocado, cheddar, two scrambled eggs. Um, but it's a it's a solid choice. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And um, But, you know, you were saying earlier about farm-to-table. Isn't everything farm-to-table? Um, uh, let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, where, where, where else are you getting it from but than from a farm? <laughs> I mean, unless it's a Skittle, you know, or something like that. I mean, you know. 
I love it when they say rainbow, farm to rainbow, table. Rainbow to table is the yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, and and it, it was you know it's a, it's a and I know you guys do a lot of your shopping from the farmers market too. You were saying last time you were on the show, you go over there and get ingredients as well. Yeah, farmers market. We work with you know people like Visser Farms who do just a wonderful job with the restaurants in town of of delivering right be really beautiful seasonal product. Uh, it is a, it is a term that has kind of grown past its time a, li- a little bit. Yeah, I think so too. Um, but the the idea is is that you want to kind of keep your footprint small, and and you know we have so much bounty around us, like might as well use it when you can, right? Um, and and not necessarily handcuff yourself to anything, but but. Use it when you can. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it just makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so in, you, people have been sharing. You've been asking people ideas for menus, menu items and things like that. And so do you have anything new coming on the menu? Um, what's a good one that I have? Well, we, we're going to be trying um, I, something I'm really excited about. They're, we're calling them frittered apples. Ooh. And they're just fried um, dredged and fried apples, but they remind me almost of like a beignet. So it's just this super, oh. you know, crunchy exterior with almost like a jellied apple inside, powdered sugar. Oh. Um, I'm excited about that. I hope that we can uh, we can keep it year round, but we'll have it at the beginning for sure. Um, and then um, that uh, that egg pie, I'm most excited about. I think this yeah. the flavors are just very cool, fresh chev. Uh, silken spinach, polenta crust, so it's gluten-free, celiac-friendly. Um, so we're excited about having that kind of option. Nice. Oh, wow, too. nice. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, Mother's Day is just around the corner. Mm-hmm. We're about two weeks away. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, you know, to show your appreciation to Mom, that's one of our biggest holidays mm-hmm. at the flower shop. And I, I can imagine. And I know we don't want Mom to cook, do we? Right, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> the last thing you want. Um, uh, uh, but uh, Mother's Day brunch buffet you guys are offering. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, it's the one, one time a year that we do, we get away from, like, the – classic a la carte table service and we do just a big lavish buffet with all the traditional breakfast fixings and then grow favorites um we find on that particular holiday uh, it's a lot of families um a lot of kind of different palates to please right. uh, and so and so to have that buffet really just it, it keeps everyone in the family happy and when everyone's happy mom's happy and when mom's happy we're all happy so uh-huh. it all it, all, it yeah. all worked out and we take reservations for that day typically we don't take reservations at brunch but on that particular day we do again to make sure that mom doesn't have to wait right ah, right oh that's awesome point, and that's point. a mother's day brunch buffet um well you know <clears throat> i want to thank you guys for being on the show of course thank you okay, we're already we're already getting close to the eight o'clock hour and I see Diane Therese back there uh, waiting to get on from Nature's Market. Hey, you guys enjoy one of my cookies I baked yesterday. Okay, very okay. good. We'll see a thing. We'll see a thing. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> um, and um, uh, uh, but uh, but uh, before before you guys go, where can I find you online? Uh, go to our website, grow g r o w dash or hyphen food f o o d dot com. So grow dash food dot com, uh-huh. and that'll give you direct links right in the homepage there to our menus, our hours, and you can get to our social media stuff, uh, both Instagram and Facebook. There's good presence on there. Um, where you can see pictures of food to come, events to come, and uh, join the cookbook club. Oh wow! Yeah, that that that'll that. be a lot of fun. And then and then also um, your address, real quick, just so Three, folks. Three zero two Culver Street at uh-huh. the corner of Griffith and Culver in Saugatuck. Alex and Lindsay from Grow Restaurant. Thanks, Thanks for being on the show. Yep. And don't go anywhere, folks. We've got more food. 
It's all about food today, isn't I know, it? Oh, I love this. Um, uh, hey, guess who's listening to us? Who? From Croatia. Oh. Laura Durham. Wow. I know. Croatia? We are, that's right. We are an international show here. And, uh, but, but uh, uh, so uh, we're listening to people from all around the world. And, uh, yeah, she just texted me. That's fantastic. Hey, Hi, Laura. Hi, Laura. Uh, but um, don't go anywhere, folks. Grab another cup of coffee. We've got Bigby Coffee in the house because they're going to be on at the 830 hour. But next up, we've got Nature's Market right after this break. You're listening to Saga Tuck on Sunday on 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. We'll be right back. Are you going to eat that? I think so. Are you going to eat that? Because if you, if not, I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. You're listening to Saga Tech on Sunday here on 92.7thevan.com and 92.7thevan. The real live. This is live. It is. Um, so we're on the air. Yeah, so we can't make too many mistakes, but that doesn't <laughs> stop me. Um, but um, but uh, want to welcome everybody back and also Jennifer Ludwig. We just talked to Grow mm-hmm. Restaurant. Yes. Um, they were first on board and uh, excited to have them open on Saturday, aren't you? Me too. And that's Derby Day as well. So that, that's right. Nice yeah, yeah. Derby Day, day is always lively here. Yes, it is. Town, totally it? is. Yes. Hey, guess who? Guess who's uh, back in in the scene and doing their regular concerts that they do every year. The Lakeshore Community Chorus, oh. a great group of folks, and yeah. and uh, they uh, great voices, and mm-hmm. they do lots of events throughout town. Their first one, you want to put this in your calendar. Okay. Their first one is May twenty first, four p.m. at the Sagatuck Center for the Arts. Nice. So put it in your calendar now. It'll be a musical journey you won't want to miss. The theme for the spring concert is. Route 66 road trip. Oh, nice. So That's the, fun. Yeah, the chorus will be driving the audience along with the famous and historic Route 66, starting with Chicago, ending in Los Angeles. Songs like Route 66, mm-hmm. uh, Sweet Home Chicago, oh, yeah. um, uh, Kansas City, Hooray for Hollywood. Of course, yeah. Uh, that song. So it'll be a lot of fun. I should join. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't I? You know, you should. Yeah, you do I, have the voice. For I notice. It. I do have a nice yeah, voice. So. You do. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, but yeah, looking forward to that as well. Um, you know, I was uh, uh, yeah, I was cooking, busy in the mm-hmm. cookies, yeah chocolate chip cookies, and uh, I got a couple of mixes. Did you? Did I, I don't know if you know this, but I, I wanted to give them a little surprise because our next guest coming up on board. Let's get that disco ball down because we've got Diane and Therese on. From Nature's Market. Let them work the runway. Wow, look at them go. Woo, wow, that was fun. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Good morning. Diane. Yeah, Diane Slayer. So Welcome to the show. And Therese, pronounce your last name for me. It's Herrig. Herrig, that's right. I should know. Uh, Therese Herrig. And uh, welcome to the show from Nature's Market on Washington Avenue mm-hmm. on the north side of Holland. Yes. South, south. Or south. Yep. That's what I meant. I know. I was upside I gotcha. down. I got you. 
Thanks for stopping in, Gregory, and getting those cookie mixes. Oh, oh, oh! You and found you, you. You must have been listening. Uh, we were listening. Uh, I, I was absolutely. trying to trick you. I was going to say, "Oh, I have one of my cookies." Um, oh yes. Uh, these these cookies. I mean, real quick. I've got a lot of, uh, but I want to let folks know what I am eating. Uh, this is a. Uh, I was shopping in your store at Nature's Market, and I got these organic Miss Jones Baking Company. They make several of these mixes, which are really easy to put together. This is a chocolate chip cookie mix. It's a from scratch taster, delicious. There's no artificial colors, no hydrogenated oils. Mm. Listen to the ingredients. This okay. is it. This is it. All you've got is organic pastry flour, organic chocolate chips, organic brown sugar, organic cane sugar, natural vanilla flavor, baking soda, and salt. That's it. It's, and it's very good. It should be simple. It's right? very, very yeah. good. I, I, and I'm able to pronounce everything yes. on the ingredient list. <laughs> yes. Isn't that That's a plus. That Isn't is that exciting. great? Yes. And so I made those. About, right? yes. And then I found this other one. I thought, well, I want to try something savory, too. So I thought the, this uh, cheese bread mix by, is that Chibi? Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, and uh, and we made these uh, fresh, which you really loved I, as well, I did, didn't you? Yes. And um, and so I made those this morning, and um, they're 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 uh, cheese bread. So it's kind of like the biscuits that you get at yes. um, uh, uh, Red Lobster. Yes, yes, but, yes. But they're gluten free. Yep. Yes. And, and grain free. Yeah. So so um, way healthier. And yeah. You can enjoy them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and so they're many. delicious. They and and uh, I was saying, Melanie Durham from Mill Pond Realty, she'd be very proud of me. Because she is very healthy, she's probably in your store a lot. Yeah, we do see her. <laughs> yeah right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, um, and so she's very encouraging to me um, when it comes to eating food. Um, Diane and Therese, you guys uh, uh, started the. Um, where are you from? So first we of all, grew up in Douglas. Oh, and oh. went to St. Peter's Elementary. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep, and then. Uh, and when you're 7th and 8th grade, you switched over to Saugatuck. Uh-huh. So then we both graduates of Saugatuck High School. Oh. Um, but uh, we worked all around town as kids because right. it was mm-hmm. a great, yep. great place to grow up. Right. Um, so, so much fun. Like, I worked at the original Terra as a salad girl. Oh, really? Do you know where it was? Oh, at? yeah. Yeah, I know where it was. Like, yeah. Just above Edward Jones mm-hmm. area there. Yep, yep. Yep. And, uh, like, Lakeshore Motel and Cleaned Rooms, mm-hmm. Redwood Restaurant, The Butler. The Gables. Mm-hmm. So, uh, oh yeah, we're local. We're totally local. <laughs> oh wow, and, wow. Um, our sister Mary Jo worked at the Root Beer Barrel. Oh yeah, the, the, original? the original. Original one. Yes. Oh wow. Our sister Kathleen was born at the. She must be really old. At the Douglas uh, <laughs> Hospital. <laughs> oh, which is now the Kirby, right? That's right. the Kirby. Yeah. yeah so she yeah. was born really, there. Really oh wow. Yeah. So, we were talking about that last week about mm-hmm. the Kirby, yes, how it was I a remember. hospital. Which is and, very. Yeah. Uh huh. Yes. Uh huh. And so, um, so you guys grew up in the area, and you're still here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because you know, a lot of us are transplants, like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, me so yeah. you're a native. Yes. Uh, we're yes. just locals. Yes. I'm just a yeah. local. Yes. Um, uh, but you're a native, and and um, we just love it here. Yeah, yeah. 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 Now, so 36 years. I'm trying to do the math in my head. So right after high school, you had to have started this business. <laughs> well, shortly. After. It had to have been. So I it mean, was, honestly, it was in 1987. Yeah. Okay. So we started at the Weathervane Mall. Oh yes. And um, we started mm-hmm. the business with our our mother and father, Leo, Mary Kelly, and our sister, Mary Jo Duffy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. My sister, Teresa, and I. And so we just love this little uh, natural food store that we opened up at the Weathervane Mall. And we were there for four and a half years. And it, it's kind of seasonal in the area. Uh-huh. And uh, 
natural foods at that time was like not trendy. Like I was just going to say, yeah, 1987, mm-hmm. that's when, yes, you know. No, we were like health nuts. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't yeah. the cool thing to be doing. Right. We eating right. Healthy. People thought you were yeah. like, uh, like a psychic yeah. or, yes. you know, yes. like an astrologer yes. like Cleo. Yeah. Or, you know, <laughs> yes. like, like, what's up? But <laughs> you're right about that. When I would walk into a health food store, I, I, I felt so foreign. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, yes. Um, but you seem to change that experience because yes. – when I walk into natural food stores where you're at, um, uh, I feel like I'm just in a regular store mm, mm-hmm. with just good food. I don't yes. feel like I'm at, you know, and, and your employees, I was talking to you during the break, your employees are so friendly. I always felt intimidated when mm-hmm. I walked into one, mm-hmm. you know, and felt yeah. like everybody's looking down on me because, you know, I do like my Oreos and things like that. <laughs> um, and, and uh, but, um, but, uh, but you guys have changed that. Why, what made you think to start a natural food store? Okay, this is a story about um, our mother uh-huh. and our father. They met uh, Mary and Dell Williams that owned the um, Mary Dell Apartments on uh, Douglas in Douglas on Center Street. Uh-huh. And uh, Dell was diagnosed with lung cancer. And so this was, you know, before 87. Yeah. And um, they found that he wasn't he couldn't get much help here in the mm, united mm-hmm, states so mm-hmm. he thought he would look in other countries so he looked into mexico and there's the hoxie clinic there so it's an alternative cancer center but it's also for health in general mm-hmm. um so my our mother was having minor health problems she was having some arthritis and some fatigue she had an ulcer um, but one thing that was bothering her a little bit more than those was she had like almost a over a quarter size mole on her back um, <clears throat> that was a little discerning. And so Dell said, well, why don't you come with us and go down to the Hoxie Clinic and everyone goes through as an outpatient. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Um, so my father and mother went with them and went through the clinic. And um, they also kind of teach you about diet mm, so mm-hmm. and how what you eat affects your health mm-hmm. and i remember her coming back from that trip and she's going through our kitchen cabinet and she's throwing away artificial colors mm-hmm. and dyes white mm-hmm. sugar white flour mm-hmm. and uh, just made started in you know integrating uh lots more vegetables mm-hmm. and fruits mm-hmm. and things with that without the hydrogenated oils and mm-hmm. artificial colors and we saw her like just seemed like she miraculously got better in well, a very short she time. Was taking wow! The Hoxie, which is from the doctor there, who came across the Hoxie formula, which is an herbal one. He had racehorses, uh. and um, he didn't want to put them down when he found out that they had some cancer. Mm-hmm. So then um, he just put them out to pasture, and then over time he noticed, wow, the cancer's disappearing and so he decided to uh study what they were eating and uh most of it was herbal type things Mm. besides you know of course a good diet uh because they were eating the uh, fresh grass and things so um after he came up with that remedy uh you can take it internally you can uh put it topically on there and so she brought that home with her and started taking it internally and put it uh on the salve on the mole and I don't remember exactly how long it took Couple to take of months, that I think. mole. Each day, that mole kept coming out on the Band-Aid. And took wow. three inches long. So we were just amazed that the body could do this on its own. 
Wow. I think, with, with the right help. Right. So, right. Yeah. Wow. So it was incredible. So that really. So that 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 was thinking. like okay, we're gonna we're gonna get into this business because we feel that you know you want to share mm-hmm. the things that you learned, yes. and and exactly. and and teach people how to eat better mm-hmm. to be right. healthier. Yes. Um, you guys, I saw you started in Douglas. Then you yes. got you, you've expanded. How many times have you yes. expanded? So we've expanded four times. Mm. Um, so um, we moved to Holland in '91, and then uh, we expanded into another suite in '96. Mm-hmm. And at that point, we put in a, just a little cafe that we mm-hmm. had some sandwiches and soups that actually oh, Chris Ferris deli. helped us yeah. with. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. from Farmhouse yeah. Deli. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Chris worked with awesome. us there for a going. couple of years. Yep. Um, and then her catering business mm-hmm. just started to yep. take off, so she left to, to continue with her catering business. Oh, so you're the one that got her into oh, where no, she's no, at no, today. No, 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 she's, uh, she's amazing. Uh, oh, we all know that. Yeah, we love her food. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, And, and uh, uh, now you're at 8,000 square feet. Yes. You just added this new wow. addition. Yes. It's like walking wow. in a Walmart. Yeah. I mean, it's huge. <laughs> Um, and uh, I really enjoyed my time yesterday browsing around and looking. I also got some of that cheddar cheese. You guys do a lot of local stuff as well. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about that in a minute. But now you're at 8,000 square feet. Yeah, so, wow. yep. In 2008, we did an expansion of, like, the supplement area. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So that got expanded upon. And then, then yeah, this year we decided we needed more groceries, so we expanded mm. on the grocery. We were luckily, lucky to get that extra space. So right. that uh, – mall strip mall that we're in, in on ten thirteen washington avenue is uh seven suites but we have we're in six of them oh uh-huh. nice. we share the other one with um jet's pizza mm-hmm. i bet they're getting mm-hmm. scared right now yeah no <laughs> kidding i mean you guys have taken over two of the units i mean it's only one more step and they're out of there <laughs> that's quite a contrast that's quite a contrast on unhealthy versus right. healthy sitting right exactly. next to each other they're yeah. wonderful neighbors oh, of yeah. course they are yeah, yeah. 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 And, um, you know, we're talking earlier as well, your employees and um, the customer service is phenomenal. And, um, you know, um, tell us a little bit about about some of your folks that and highlight a few of them that make your store how as great as it is. Yes. All of the staff is uh-huh. so fantastic. Um, the supplement staff we wanted to touch base on mm-hmm. with uh, my son, Chris, has worked there over 20 years oh. and he. Chris and Amy Prins that work for us, they both went to Trinity School of Natural Health. Oh, And they're nice. certified natural health care practitioners, practitioners, excuse me, and they're certified natural pathic doctors. Oh. So what is a wow. natural pathic doctor? So they look at the body as a whole mm-hmm. and get to the core of your health issue. Mm-hmm. And they do that by supplement, lifestyle changes, herbs, homeopathy, Mm -hmm. versus um, managing disease. Sure. So so that's a a big plus for the store. And Tracy Lalone, that works for us too, Mm -hmm. she's an herbalist and and is versed in homeopathy. Mm -hmm. So we're very excited to have them on our staff. And soon they will be taking clients at the store. Oh, nice. Uh So that's uh, 
it's through the store, but mm-hmm. it's kind of like their own business. So that's exciting for mm-hmm. us. We're happy to be able to offer that. So you can get help with your health, and you can buy nutritious food right. there uh-huh. and supplements. Yep. They'll walk you through it's the whole thing. It's a one-stop shop. Oh, right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's like the fountain of youth. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, you know, like that. It's, like, yeah. it's like you walk through there, and then you come out, I'm like 10 years younger now. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You also do educational seminars? Yes. So through the years, we have held probably 30 of them. Oh, my gosh. And uh, yes. one was with Dr. Johnson that was a cardiologist at the Holland Hospital. Hmm. Oh. He, he went alternative and, and left that practice. Oh. And oh. integrated his business with nutrition, yeah. supplements, and we've had homeopathic doctors mm-hmm. speak there. We've had vegan uh, cooking classes. Mm-hmm. Um aromatherapy classes and uh, just lots of education. So it's very, very important to us to have education uh-huh. At the mm-hmm. store, so I, I really like. By the way, I, I very, uh, really respect that. How mm-hmm. you've really embraced what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You're yes. not just opening up a store and selling stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. You're also you're educating people, um, and you're 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 helping you're, you're helping people it. heal. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. We've gone to a lot of other businesses and um, taught there or um, helped out with their health fairs uh-huh. anywhere from the Holland Hospital to. Uniform so, color. Oh, different factories, schools. Schools yep. have come into the store um, to, to help yep. teach the kids. Yeah, oh, cool. Wow, that's job shadowing from oh. yeah. Sauduk High School yeah. and uh, Holland Christian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they came out and would work for an hour at the Holland Christian. They'd have kids come, they would weigh out or mm-hmm. learn some right. things mm-hmm. about the store. So, right. yeah. They were kind of like special needs kids from Holland Christian. Oh, yeah, very, very, very yeah. good. Um, tell me about the. I, I want to ask you so many questions. I, know. I, I just I love your story. I want to know what the bestseller is. Yeah. What, what are, okay, we can talk about yeah. that. Yeah. So right now, mushrooms are huge. Yeah. yeah. So mushrooms. So you got what kind of mushrooms? Rishi mushrooms, chakra. Um, lion's mane. Oh. I heard mushrooms are legal now. <laughs> Wrong kind, girl. Oh, oh, yeah. oh! I was just. I, well, well. They do make you feel good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, so mushrooms are. They're supposed to. Some of them can help with cancer. Oh. Uh-huh. Um, so lowering cholesterol. Uh huh. Brain health. Yeah. Um, overall immunity. Yep. Your immunity. Yep. So are all big. Um, gut health. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they're they're very very popular right now, right along with prebiotics and probiotics, mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. course. Um, you also yeah. have um, a bulk uh, area for uh, spices and herbs, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Which I think is great because I'm a single person and I cook by myself. And there's a lot of times I don't need yes. a whole jar of something. Yes. I mean, because, you know, there's a lot of – like, for example, like, you know, red pepper flakes. Mm-hmm. I don't use much of it. <laughs> but but um, but but uh, so I can buy just as much as I need. That's yep. true. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, we used to weigh out the products in uh, petroleum, you know, mm. plastic yeah. bags, and then we found a source of plant-based cellophane. Oh. oh. So it's all 100% biodegradable. Wow. Yeah. Um, not all of everything is weighed out in that, but probably 80%. Yep. And that's because it breaks down so quickly. Mm-hmm. So it can't really get wet. It can't get mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. hot. You can put it in your car on a really hot day, and it might start shrinking mm-hmm. around your food. Mm-hmm. Most people come in, and we have that information on the bag. They go home and put it in their own containers. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you know it really breaks down. There's no waste with these bags. That's oh, that's great. awesome. That's fantastic. Yes. That's awesome. Um, you also, throughout your store, local 
local products and produce. I saw a lot of local products. I used um, uh, 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 cheese, a farm country cheese farm. Uh, cheese, cheddar cheese for these cheese okay. for this mm-hmm. cheese oh, bread, nice. and that's uh, th- that's made in Lakeview, Michigan. Yes, mm-hmm. and and uh, so you do a lot of local stuff yes. there. Yes, yep. We carry, gosh, at least fifty oh no, vendors no, at least. of local. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a, it's a lot, and yes, a, right. and a lot of them, which we'd like to mention here, yeah. Mandy, yeah, will, will be at our samplings through the whole month of May. We have certain days that we're having them come in and sample. Oh, month, that's a fantastic idea. Yeah, tell us a little bit more about that because yeah. um, I want to make sure we get that in. Yep. Um, uh, so throughout the month of May, free food. You'll be able to sample some of, some of, the, some of the different yep. local foods. And who, who's going to be there? Well, we'll have Simpatico Coffee, Eden Foods, mm-hmm. uh, Fox and Sun Coffee will be there. We'll have uh, Evergreen Lane oh, yeah. Farm and Creamery, mm-hmm. Stonehouse Breads, Omina Organics. Uh, we will also ourselves, uh, which we do make in house, our own hummus, and oh. we will have a black bean mango salad. And we'll be serving that with delicious. It's called Top Seeds Crackers. Uh, sorry, those aren't local, but you yes. will love them. My friend Stephanie loves those crackers. Oh, yes, they are addictive. And then uh, we will also have Plot. Uh, 365, which do microgreens, oh. uh, Bear mm-hmm. Creek Granola and Bars. We have uh, in personal care, uh, Michael Clark Silver. He has these incredible soaps and lotions. Mm. Uh, he's giving out all kinds of great samples for that. Okay. Um, we'll have uh, Blue Acre Farms Microgreens, uh, Microfills Garden, which is mushrooms. These are fresh mushrooms. Uh, and we'll have Good Life Granolas, and let's see, Cultured uh, Capucha Company, mm-hmm. and Modalis Wines. Ooh, big fan of Modalis. Oh, we've had them on the show. Yeah, they, they are a big good. fan. Yeah. Um, so they are bringing in and manufacturing their uh, a line of organic wines. Oh. Um, oh. He's not certified yet. He mm-hmm. will be in 2024. Mm-hmm. But the, the wines that we'll be serving there will be... Um, that's raised fantastic. organically, but he just doesn't have a certification sure. yet. But, sure, um, So no sulfites mm-hmm. in any of the wines that mm-hmm. we carry. Oh. Which is so, so yes. great not to give you a headache. Exactly, because right. right. that's yes. what causes. Is that what causes the oh, headache, oh, the yes. grain? Yes. Yeah, oh. Really, yes. Yes. Oh. Probably oh. some of the sugar in there, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so you do organic wine, local, and and um, uh, as well. Yes. Um, boy, that's a lot. You guys have a lot of vendors. Yeah, I, I just I just imagine what your your bookkeeper must be going through. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah, more like our I love it that you're too. looking yes. out yes. for us, Gregory. Yes, right. <laughs> yes. um, uh, so um, so this is all throughout the month of May. Yes. Um, and uh, and of course you've expanded your store. Um, what 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 do you think we missed? You've got um, a customer. This, this is the customer is appreciation month. Right? Okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Oh, we're also giving out five $100 gift certificates. Whoa. So every week through the month of May, we'll be drawing a winner for that. Uh-huh. And then um, we're, we're having uh, hundreds of gift bags giving out mm-hmm. and then gift baskets. So you can oh. put your name in for them and yes, they'll be please. drawn through the month. Okay. So, yep. We're very excited to be celebrating 36 years. We, yeah. we can't believe it. We're pinching each other. No. <laughs> yeah. We're, we didn't go to college or we just like learned as we went mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. hard workers and 
have a lot of passion for mm-hmm. what we do. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So, yeah. That's really it's awesome. It's very clear to me in watching you talk about your business that it is a very, it's a passion project yes. for you, that you very, yes. you live, live it. Yeah, yes. I, yeah. I, yeah, I appreciate that. And, mm-hmm. and, um, and yeah, you feel, I feel like, yeah, you really, you really know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, self-taught. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's and great. We still have a lot of customers that are with us from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So that's they'll come nice. in and say, I remember from when Doug you yeah. were in. Yeah, yeah. Oh my right. God. And it's amazing. Yes. And that little town in Douglas. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So um, uh, this summer, um, any, any other plans throughout the summer? Uh, taking a break. Oh, really? Uh, good. <laughs> good. We, we are exhausted because we did so much of that work. Yeah. Right. And um, just the planning of it. So we planned it a year ago. Oh, wow. And right. then a Verizon, so that we're, we're in that suite that we took over, they right. went across to the plaza. Uh-huh. But we didn't take over that till January 1st. Mm-hmm. So by January 3rd, we already had the flooring guys in oh, there. Yep. The equipment had been ordered way ahead mm-hmm. because you didn't know how supplies yep, chains were exactly. going to be. Exactly. So it's January hit, and it's like our feet just hit the ground running, and we're, we're still doing it yet <laughs> through May. And then we're just going to take a breather and then look at our fall classes mm-hmm. that we'll be having mm-hmm. come up. Yes. Okay. Yes. Right, and does that usually yeah. when you have your classes yes. in the fall? Usually. And some into the mm-hmm. spring. Um, I was uh, Brent Allen. Um, uh, mm. You know, I've always uh, enjoyed the, uh, the, you know, uh, the, his show. You, you mm-hmm. ever listened to the morning, his morning show there? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I got to tell you, I love the Nature's Market Fun Fact of the Day. Oh. Yeah, uh, that's one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, uh, so, what are your? Um, what's your website? So it's a naturesmarketholland.com, mm-hmm. and then you can catch us on Facebook and all the mm-hmm. other social mm-hmm. media, mm-hmm. and all of the events for the upcoming uh, customer appreciation, store expansion, mm-hmm. and uh, anniversaries on there. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can go to there and then um, see what days you'd like to stop in and get some yes. free, free goodies. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, We'd sounds- love to see you, and we really appreciate everyone all these years and our family. We want to shout out to our wonderful husbands, yes. Kim Slayer, Dan, Dan Harrig, and our, our kids and mm-hmm. our family have just been what, so supportive all mm-hmm. these years. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. Yes. Can't do it without, you know, yeah, all that without support, that support. So. Yeah, Located on Washington Road, and, and uh, what are your hours of operation? So we're open Monday through Friday. 8 to 7, and we're open Saturday 8 to 6, so we're closed on Sunday. Okay. Because we need a break. You need yeah, one, right. <laughs> one day to yourself. So you're closed on Sundays. Yes. We, yeah. we're, oh, that's It's nice. our day to be very grateful, mm-hmm. which right. we are. Right, right. Well, I want to thank you girls for coming on the show. Oh, thank you for and, having us. Oh, that's so um, wonderful. And, uh, uh, so much fun. Thank yeah. you for introducing me to a new way of shopping. Yes. Excellent. You'll see me back in your store. Okay. Especially getting that free food. I'll oh, be there. Yeah, I'll be there, yes. I'll be there several times in May. Can I say one more thing? We have seven Hundred items on sale for the month of May. Oh my goodness! So Seven hundred uh, items? items. Yes, it's a it's a big deal. And uh, come on in and, and take advantage. I have That's one more thing to say yeah. too about Melissa Brower that works for us. She has put all this programming together for oh, us. Good for called her. all the yeah. vendors. Put. It just took a lot off of Teresa and I mm-hmm. for her to just to step up and take this yeah. project over. Yeah. So Melissa, yeah. mwah, we love you. Thank you. <laughs> Good shout out. Diane Slayer and Teresa Horig from Nature's Market. Find a new way to shop. The fountain. I'm calling it the fountain the of youth. Fountain of youth. 
And, uh, and, and uh, thanks again, girls, for thanks, being on Greg, the show. Thanks, Greg. We really appreciate it. Uh-huh. Thank you very much. Yep. Thank you for listening, folks. But we're not done. Don't go anywhere. Okay. Grab another cup of coffee. Stick with us. Make it a Big B coffee. Make it a Big there B coffee. Go. I don't know if they've noticed, though, but um, <laughs> I'm also serving Big B coffee. I see one fish, two fish back there in my kitchen. <laughs> I bet they've never heard that one before. Never, ever. And, uh, uh, but uh, uh, they're going to be on the show. We're going to find out about the process of how they go about picking their beans. Beans. And, yeah. And so I'm, I'm excited uh, to learn uh, a lot about that. And, uh, but don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You're listening to Saga Talk on Sunday on 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. We'll be right back. You know, I, I just can't. I can't get my day started without it. No, you know, you know, I, I can't. And uh, you know, uh, I stopped over at uh, a Big B Coffee um, over in Holland. They're everywhere. They Big are B everywhere. They are everywhere. And you know, I, I, I we saw this new one that was built here in mm-hmm. Saugatuck, mm-hmm. and uh, it's been there for a couple of years now, I believe. Yeah. And it's right next to the. Um, uh, Spectators, yep. and uh, we saw Big B Coffee come to town. Nice to have a drive-through coffee place here in the Saugatuck Douglas area. Agreed. And uh, I've seen a lot of kids that work there and stuff. And and then I met shortly after that. You know, I met Michelle and Bob Fish, mm-hmm. and I thought, well, they must. You know, they they own this little coffee house. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, oh, that's cute. You know. And then then I'm online, and I'm I'm seeing Kim's and Al, mm-hmm. and they're going on these 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 tropical trips, and they're in. They're in the middle of these rainforests, and mm-hmm. and I, I mean, I, I'm like, they just have one little coffee house. I don't understand, <laughs> you know, I, like, like why they go through a lot, you know, with just that one little coffee house. You know, it, it dawned on me that um, they're actually the CEO and co-creator yes. of all of the Big B coffee houses. Let's get that disco ball down yes. and make them work the runway <laughs> because they're here. One fish, two fish. Pop fish, Michelle fish <laughs> are in the house. Hey, you guys. Thanks for being on from Big B Coffee. This is exciting. It is exciting. It's like I feel like I have like a McDonald's CEO here or yeah. something. Or like, you know, you know, something like that. Um, uh, I, I, it's really exciting. Welcome to the show, Bob. Thank you very much. Bob and Michelle. Get up there to the mic so yeah, people sure. can hear you. And um, uh, you're the co-founder, actually, mm-hmm. and the co-CEO of Big B Coffee, 360-unit chain of coffee shops. That's wow, a lot of that's stores. a lot of coffee. It is a lot in 12 states, yeah. Yeah, and that primarily in the Midwest. And you founded it in 1995, I read. First location. In East Lansing. Yeah. 
used to be kids. right behind the counter, you know, taking cash, pulling shots, steaming milk, that kind of thing. Yeah, right, right. And so you made the coffee yourself. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, in 1995, there weren't that many specialty coffee shops, so uh-huh. it's kind of a really new idea. Oh, you're right about you that. Know? So, uh-huh. like, my son has never known life without coffee shops, but in 1995, there were definitely people around that knew life before there were coffee shops. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know? uh-huh. I remember in that that time, that era, I lived in the Detroit area, mm-hmm. and and I remember it was a different name that you had. Mm-hmm. Totally, yeah. And I I had no idea that you know, and nobody knew. Nobody knew. And and uh, but uh, we won't talk about it. But you guys had a different name. Yeah. And um, it seems like that never happened. Now that you've you've called yourself Big B. Right. I remember when you changed it to Big B. Yeah. And I and I thought, well, that doesn't make sense because yeah. you know the other one was you know talked about beans sure right and 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 now it's big b what 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 big why big b well if you look at the logo and i'm, I'm showing you a logo right now this uh-huh. is a rather big b oh <laughs> so every time you say big b you are actually just about. saying the logo out loud yeah. oh <laughs> <laughs> how simple is that that was just too simple for me to figure out no I, I had a, no was it an acronym is it a, you know but it's because it's a big B. No, yeah. it's um, Michelle's maiden name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you opened the first one. How long until you opened your second? 1997. So the first one was Quit. open in East Lansing, Michigan, uh, right across from the campus of mm-hmm. Michigan State University. Mm-hmm. The second one was open in the Capitol. Uh, and now there are two Big B coffees by the Capitol. One is called the House Big B. One's called the... The Senate Big B. Oh, oh that's right. right. And then a, a, a lot of government business is done there. But, um, <laughs> right, I'm sure. But then we started franchising in 1999. And so in 99, we went from two locations to four. So we grew by 100%. Mm-hmm. And we've just been on that kind of growth rate. I mean, it slowed down a little bit. We only grow by about 25% per year at still, this point in that's time. That's still but, a solid growth rate over yeah, 35 totally. years. So you're still, that's still, you're still growing, though. Oh, it, 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 it's not bad. Uh, 25% per year. Mm -hmm. I mean, and and to translate that into what that really means is it means we open about a store to two stores per week. Wow. Somewhere, somewhere between uh, Michigan and Florida. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's pretty, that's pretty busy. When you opened your first store, did you roast your own beans at the beginning? No, uh, we actually had a relationship because I spent, uh, about four months out in Seattle uh, in 1994 right. to kind of learn the business of sure. the coffee business. Uh, and I struck a relationship there with a roaster. And so we were bringing coffee in at that time uh, from from a micro roaster in Seattle, Washington. Okay. Yeah. okay. Did this predate Starbucks in terms of, or was this the same time frame as yeah, Starbucks? Yeah, so when we opened, Starbucks would have just been coming uh, out of Seattle in yep. 1995, mm-hmm. and they were going into their first major marketplace, which was Chicago. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they pretty much own Chicago today. Yeah, yeah. 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 right, exactly. Yeah. I Although mean, like, I will say Duncan has given them a run for their money because they're the block. They yeah. are, yeah, um, exactly. Uh, I, I've got to say, I do prefer Duncan over Starbucks. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, this is delicious, by the way. Oh, thank you. I stopped, and this is your best blend, Big mm. B Best. It's called Big B Best, which is uh, the most elusive name. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't really tell you what's in there, except we think it's our best blend, uh-huh. you know. And uh, right now, I believe about 40% of that blend is what we call Farm Direct, mm. where, where mm-hmm. we go build a relationship directly with a farmer. Right. And, uh 
and, and import that coffee ourselves. Yeah, I wanted to talk about that a little bit. Um, now, you import the coffee beans, right? Yes. And do, do you roast them now? No, we've always used a third-party roaster. We've okay. had a long relationship with a company called Paramount Coffee. Oh, uh, oh it's yeah. Lansing, Michigan. Yeah. Great. And in 1999, uh, they roasted 20,000 pounds for us. And uh, this year, they'll roast somewhere around 2.3 million pounds for us. Wow. It, it, I, I was reading that, <laughs> um, I, I, that uh, – that your goal is to be 100% farm direct. Correct. We're talking about farm direct yeah. uh, by 2028. Um, and so that would that means buying two and a half – you buy about two and a half million pounds of coffee a year? Correct. Is that a, around yes. yeah, a year? Yeah, and, and in our That's lifetime, a lot. It is a lot. In our lifetime, we've used 17 million pounds. But the thing to know wow. about – Getting to 100% farm direct by 2028 is in 2028, it'll no longer be 2 million pounds. It might be 6 million pounds. Sure. Oh, right. At a 25% so, right. growth right, rate. Right. Yeah, so we're right. totally. We're chasing, yeah. uh, we're chasing a whole number there. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, you guys are pretty busy. So do you go to every grand opening? Uh, 360 I, stores. No. How do you, I mean, That's a lot of you, ribbons to cut. Right. <laughs> he used to go to every grand opening. Right. Uh, but at this point, yeah, yeah. how? It's, it's impossible. Yeah. yeah. It's not possible. So, right. uh, you know, I always try to promote them on my Facebook page mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But uh, but it's really hard to – because sometimes we'll open three in one day. Yeah. And, you know, one will be in Georgia and mm-hmm. one will be in <laughs> Tennessee and the other one will mm-hmm. be in Michigan. And, and, uh, and Sort of getting our own private airplane. Yeah. So I've no yeah. a lot of personalities, happen. but I can't get them all there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I get that one. Um, why – you were telling me the one big island in space. Yeah. What does that mean? That's, a, that's your website. And I went and visited uh, that website. Mm-hmm. Um, and tell me a little bit about why why would you name it One Big Island in Space? Yeah, so, uh, well, first, uh, One Big Island in Space with two Gs mm-hmm. uh, right. is the entity that is that is chasing this farm direct or or uh, fulfilling the mission of becoming 100% farm direct uh-huh. on behalf of Big B Coffee. Right. Uh, why we called it One Big Island in Space, if, if you'll recall the first time astronauts went to space, uh, the first picture they took of Earth from space the thing they saw with this beautiful green and blue ball right. floating in space, one big island floating in space. Yeah. And, you know, there were no borders. Mm. Right. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. And so uh, uh, Michelle and I and folks at Big B Coffee, you know, look at the lens of uh, the world and people and understand that all people want the same thing. And that mm-hmm. is to. Good coffee. Know, have good, good, well, coffee. They want good coffee. But, you know, they want health, safety. Sure. Right. Uh, clothing, uh, housing, and so on, and something better for the next generation. And so we sort of carry that in our minds as we go out into uh, a lot of these developing countries. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Wow. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. And and what? How responsible too? Because you know, I've seen, I follow Kim Sinow. She's a friend mm-hmm. of mine, um, and I follow her. And she's she's gone on these journeys to be your photographer. Yeah. As you guys go to each of these individual farms, tell me some of the places you go to find these beans. We have, well, we have relationships right now in Zambia, Africa, Uh uh, Chiapas, Mexico, and... In Otega, Nicaragua. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Brain fart. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Uh, We're also working on a relationship in uh, Honduras and one in Kenya, um, we have been, we've been to Guatemala, we've mm-hmm. been to Sierra Leone, mm. we've been to Ooh. Ethiopia, wow. um, and we've got some other big travel coming up this year. 
We're hoping to get to Burundi and to Sumatra. Uh, coffee's grown all over the world. In, around the equator, is that yeah, right? Around the equator, yeah. between the Tropic of Cancer and the Tropic of Capricorn uh-huh. at altitude. Right. So uh, we've got a lot of ground to cover before we can say we've even done 10% of it, right? That's right. right. That's right. We're looking for farmers that are doing the right thing by their people, that are uh, investing in their communities, and that are uh, engaged in sustainable agriculture. So they're, they're treating the planet right. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and what we try to do is eliminate as many people in the middle, the brokers mm-hmm. and, you know, if you follow the uh, the coffee business or something called the coyote, you know, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. a bad thing. Yep, sure. Uh, we try to get rid of as many of those and push that savings down to the farmer. Right. Because most the, – the price of coffee is determined by international markets. And frankly, for uh, several decades now, it is often below the cost of what it costs a, a farmer to produce it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So uh, coffee is really under threat mm-hmm. from that kind of economic mm-hmm. model. And mm-hmm. we're, we're trying to uh, find farmers that are doing really good work in the world mm-hmm. and support them economically with something, you know, with a lifelong partnership, but yeah. a, a sustainable price. Wow. Well, I, I think that's great. Um, what do you? What are some now? You, real quick, you've been to. I have so many questions I want to ask. Um, you, you've been to like South Africa. You guys ever get a chance to go to the safaris and and things like that? I first of all, I've never been abroad. I've always been in the United States, uh, Mexico, Canada. Mm-hmm. I've never been abroad. I've always been a guy. But I'm bummed. These days, you never know. Um, and and but 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 I've never been abroad. So. It, when I saw Kim sharing pictures, and you're all sleeping in a tent in yeah. the middle of some rainforest yeah. or some, I'm like, it, it scared me. Yeah. Well, I have to say, Kim knows more about us as people than probably <laughs> she should. I, I'm sure of that. <laughs> I bet. Sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, the conditions we go in are pretty rustic. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, coffee farmers are, are not wealthy people. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Often there's not potable water. Often mm-hmm. there's not uh, electricity. You are in the middle of the rainforest, uh, and there's all kinds of creepy crawly. Right? Yeah, big like creepy crawlies. But, you know what's really important to us is to experience the farm ourselves, right? So, right. you know, Michelle mentioned this. What we're up to is is finding people that are, are treating people right, the planet right, and investing in their community. And 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 we can have a conversation with somebody about that, and and maybe we could uh, trust them. But it's not that we don't trust people. We'd like to verify with boots in the ground. Yep. And so we go we go in and we live on the farm, and we make sure that that those things are true before we make a commitment. And frankly, it takes us a long time to create a commitment. So it, it takes somewhere between 18 and 24 months. It oh, takes wow. multiple oh. visits uh, and, and to, to build an understanding and build an understanding of the economics of that particular farm. Wow. Right, right. Well, um, maybe you've mentioned uh, already, but what do you see as the biggest challenges in coffee in the world right now? Well, uh, are we, we running out? I don't. I don't want to know that we're running out. We are. We are actually. Oh, you're kidding? No. Uh, climate oh change. Do you hear that, everybody? <laughs> Stock up. <Stock> up now. <laughs> uh, climate change mm-hmm. is affecting mm-hmm. really? coffee uh, in a in a really frightening way. Mm-hmm. Uh, wet places are getting wetter. Yep. Dry places are getting drier. Mm-hmm. So oh golly. Where things are getting wetter, there's a disease called uh, rust, mm-hmm. roya, mm-hmm. Uh, that is that can wipe out coffee production in a year. Uh, so coffee really is under threat. There are ways to combat that, 
but it takes uh, it takes farming in a different way, and many of these farmers have been doing it for mm-hmm. generations. And yep. so you've got to get the technical expertise to them. You've got to mm-hmm. get the rust resistant varieties of coffee plants mm-hmm. to them. It takes, you know, it's yeah. going to be it's going to be a real serious battle. So yeah. you, you should stock up now. Yeah, <laughs> and you, you got to teach old dogs new tricks. Right, yeah. exactly. Right. Change is hard, especially if you've been doing it for generations right. in one way. Right, right. You know, I, I hope Michelle will tell the story about our Chiapas partner because uh, that's a great rust story. Like, if you don't believe in the idea that uh, – the climate change exists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does. So, oh, sure. Yeah, it's quite obvious. Yeah. It yeah. does, yeah. So there are several regions in Mexico that produce coffee. One of them is Chiapas. Mm-hmm. Chiapas the second poorest state in, mm. in the country of Mexico. Uh-huh. Uh, they started to see a higher incidence of rust mm-hmm. starting in 2011. Oh. But by 2014, it reduced the, the amount of coffee coming out of Chiapas to zero. Wow. Okay. So people who had... Uh, been doing this for generations sure. that relied on coffee yes. to feed their family. Yes. In one season, they lost their entire crop. Oh my God. That's uh, terrible. Now, all of the multinational corporations that had been in Chiapas buying their coffee, mm-hmm. usually at really mm-hmm. below yep. market prices, uh-huh. they all pulled out. Sure, of course. Yeah. But our partners, uh, who had been also in the coffee business, they were uh, exporters and coffee aggregators and processors. They they doubled down. So mm-hmm. that's uh, Maria Ser and uh, Pascual Castillo. Mm-hmm. They had a they ha- owned some property in Chiapas. It was a cattle farm, mm-hmm. and they converted it to coffee, which in and of itself is a crazy thing to do because it's really, 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 really hard. But they hired a lot of the small producers that they'd been working with over the years to help them in that conversion. Mm -hmm. They invested in technology to determine the best uh, rust-resistant plants. And they gave away, in the first two or three years, more than 2 million seedlings. Wow. They trained uh, many of these small producers that they've been working with how to do the new agronomy, how to, mm-hmm. how to do, have better farming mm-hmm. practices, and also how to transition because they, they had to grow beans and, and corn and things mm-hmm. so that they could mm-hmm. feed their family. So mm-hmm. how they could still grow beans and corn while they waited the two to three years it takes for a, a coffee plant to become commercially viable. And thanks to Maria Esther and Pascual mm-hmm. Castillo, there yeah. is coffee in Chiapas. Yeah. They're, they're working wow. with 2,000 small producers there right wow. now. They're our, our farm direct partnership. Mm-hmm. We get, they have their own coffee farm now. That, mm-hmm. that was a successful transition from the cattle farm. We, get, uh, we buy about 120,000 pounds of their coffee mm-hmm. a year right mm-hmm. now. 60% of that comes from their farm. 40% of it comes from four of the very small producers that they work with. Mm-hmm. I mean, very small producers. Mm-hmm. So people mm-hmm. that, that, generally speaking, we wouldn't be able to reach on our own because right. when you have to buy 2.3, 2.5 million pounds of coffee, it's, it's kind of hard to do it like one, one bag at one, a time. Yeah, one, yeah. one <laughs> pound, yeah, two right. pounds here. Yeah. But through their work, we're able to have an impact in those communities as well. That's amazing, and it's a lo- that's a, a long-term way of thinking because it sounds like it takes a long time to get a to convert your farm and b then to wait the two years to get a viable plant uh that's long-term strategy thinking that saved a whole region completely and so you know we believe in this idea of long-term relationships with Mm -hmm. coffee farmers because 
two things happen to a coffee farmer at the end of season. One, they don't know if they will sell their coffee. And even if they do, they don't know at what price. And mm -hmm. so the thing that we do is we give them an, an economically viable price and guarantee that and guarantee that we'll buy it uh, for a lifetime, meaning right. it'll go on in perpetuity. And the thing that changes when, when, when you create that kind of relationship is that uh, a, a farmer can begin to dream, a farmer can begin to invest and think about the future. So typically they've been able to think in 12-month cycles and uh, now they can, they can think in terms of multi-generational mm -hmm. cycles. Nice. And so it's, it's just a really high impact. Mm -hmm. Wow, wow. That is really cool. Yeah. You guys just go out there and you stalk all the farmers and you get right to them. <laughs> yeah. Cut out that middleman. Yeah. I know what I know what that's like in the floral industry. Mm -hmm. You know, we right. work yeah. with some local uh, farmers versus you know um, uh, uh, going through third parties mm -hmm. and things like that. So um, that's that's great that you do that. Um, getting back to the coffee, just for mm -hmm. a minute. Um, how do you find the right coffee? Are you a taste tester? Do you have taste testers? Do you? I mean, how do you find the right blend to call? You know, this the is best the blend. best. Yeah, right. You know, no, um, sure. uh, do you guys sit around and just try different combinations? And right. So, you know, are you a part of that? Uh, I, I am a part of that. Did you taste us before they went I into did. production? I did, and I, yeah. you know, somehow I love our coffee. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, an official taste tester is called a Q-grader, and you have to get Q-grade certified in order to, to do that. I am not a Q-grader. Okay. Uh, although I have <clears throat> a lot of experience in tasting coffee. Uh, and it's your coffee, it's so, coffee. right. But, but we use Q-graders to uh, assess the, the quality of our uh, coffees. We generally buy in what's called a Q-grade Q range of 82 to 83. But here's something that's phenomenal. So... You know, when we're talking about these farmers again, we're talking about quality of coffee. Uh, when you when when one pays a farmer below what it costs for them to produce it, they have to take shortcuts. You know, mm -hmm. less right. less uh, tr treatments to the soil, less agronomy, less pruning, uh, and, and less just taking care of the farm in general. And so, generally, the quality goes down. But when you build, uh, as we are, lifetime relationships, what we've noticed is at the beginning. Let's just say that uh, a coffee that we're working with might be Q-graded at 82. Two to three years later, because they have the proper money to invest in the farm and they are making investments in the farm, we watch that quality move up as high mm -hmm. as 85 or 86 on a Q-grade level, which is phenomenal. Wow. wow. And, and so what we would say is that we are finding people that are loving people, right? These are the kind of people that are invested in their community and so on and so forth, uh, giving them a great price. And they're taking that love that they have, investing it in the farm, and what we get out is just a great product. Yeah. Wow. So there's another part to that, too. You know, most coffee farmers have absolutely no idea where their coffee goes. It just mm -hmm. goes to, sure. you know, it goes in the back of somebody's pickup truck, mm -hmm. and that's the last they know about it. Right, right. right. Uh, we, we try to connect uh, all of our owner-operators and our uh, home office staff and all of the store staff and even the customers with the farmer and mm -hmm. we do that by mm -hmm. bringing the farmers to us mm -hmm. like it's one thing for us to go and as bob likes to say rummage around in their drawers sure. you know spend sure. two or three days living on their farm mm -hmm. every three or four months uh we bring them to something we call the annual meeting the big bean nation mm -hmm. summit uh once a year and it's a chance for uh for the producers to see their coffee being served in a big b coffee it's mm -hmm. a chance for the producers to meet all the owner operators mm -hmm. and it is it is 
really mind-blowing and life-changing. The first time we yeah. brought a farmer to a Big B Coffee and he saw the joy, mm-hmm. the just the absolute energy, the mm-hmm. people getting his coffee, drinking his oh, coffee, sure. he cried. He cried. Oh, oh, I bet. I bet. Man, I bet. He was, he was sobbing. Well, uh, you guys are about 50% of the way to buy Farm Direct right now, right? Uh, nearly, get, nearly. Nearly 50%. So, we, you know, we set a goal in 2018 to be 50% by 2023, and uh-huh. then this really pesky thing called COVID right. uh, came along <laughs> and, and really diminished our travel. Right. And, mm-hmm. and we will only work with a farm that we know. You know right. We won't work through a broker. We won't work through the phone or, or what have you. And so we got a little delayed on that. We'll be 50% by 2024 for sure. We're about 35% right now. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's it's really good. And, and momentum is with us. So as we mentioned, our goal is to be 100% by 2028. And we'll, we'll end up hitting that number long before 2028. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Bob Fish and Michelle Fish. Mm-hmm. I'll say it again. One fish, two fish. Yes. You guys get the, You've never heard that before, have you? No, no. Um, I, 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 your website and everything that we talked about, learn about how Big B is making a sustainable uh, farm direct product. And, and uh, I just love the care that you go into uh, what it takes to uh, create such a great product. Uh, you can go to the website at One Big Island. That's two Gs. One Big Island in space.com. And you can find about about uh, about their adventures. Uh, they've got it all listed. You know their different stories as they as they travel the world. You'll also see a lot of Kim Zeno's really mm-hmm. fantastic yeah. photography yeah. there. Yeah. She's she's a she's a great photographer. She's, she is. And um, also, you know, you guys not just coffee. They've got bagels and snacks mm-hmm. and all kinds of great food. Um, did you guys always have food, or uh, we've always had food since something? 1995? Oh, absolutely. yes, oh, right uh, for the college but, you kids. Know, beverage, coffee is our thing. Right, sure. of course, of course, coffee is your thing. Thanks for being on the show, yes. you guys. Thank here. you. And, Thanks so much. Uh, we learned a lot about the process. And, uh, hey, next time you're looking for someone, uh, you know, to uh, take pictures, I mean, I've got a camera phone. I'm not as good as Kim, but I'll take a free trip to Africa anytime. <laughs> Thanks for being on the show today. And, uh, hey, Jennifer, hey. it was so nice to have yes, you back. thank you for having me. And um, and uh, and thank you for listening, folks. Yes. Hey, you'll want to tune in next week because Julie Zeman will yes, be on the show. Julie, Julie. She's coming back. And oh, I want to read out to Robert Crane. I want to have yes. the Cranes uh, or Robert Crane. Robert Hager. Robert Hager. Yep. Um, I want to have about about Crane, um, but uh, she'll be on the show. We've got a lot of great folks uh, lined up. Go to our Facebook page at Saugatuck on Sunday where we like to share what's going on here. Yep. And then, of course, thanks for listening. And you can always go to our podcast at 92.7theband.com if you missed any part of the show. We'll be back next week. Happy Fun Day Sunday, everybody. Yay, happy day. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Saga Tuck on Sunday with your host, Gregory Muncy, on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. Today's show has been brought to you by Mill Pond Realty. It is what it is. Back to the Fuchsia, the Interurban, and Whiteford Wealth Management. If you missed this morning's show or you'd like to hear it again, we've got the podcast on our website at 927thevan.com. You can also access that through our free mobile app. And join us next Sunday for Saga Tuck on Sunday with Gregory Muncy right here on the Lakeshore's 927 The Van.